Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Folks, this is one of the most shocking podcasts I've ever recorded, and that's saying something. Here's what we've learned over Christmas. This is all coming out during a time when you're distracted. The censorship regime being run out of the federal government is so massive, so all-encompassing, that other countries are now using lobbyists, bidding, lobbying Congress members, for their shot at censoring the American people. And the censorship of you, your family, everyone you love is being sold to the highest bidder, not just by the Democrats, but by the RNC and by the Republican Party. Let that sink in. Even a month ago, shutting down this censorship, this honestly, we're watching an authoritarian regime form right before our eyes. And but for Elon Musk, we'd have no idea this was going on. Thank God for him. But for some brave people at The Intercept and a whistleblower who fed them information, we'd have no idea. Just two weeks ago, I still thought it was as simple as shutting down the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI to stop the censorship. But it's so much bigger than that. So much bigger that the government of Ukraine and its intelligence services are taking the money that Congress gives that country, turning around and using it to lobby successfully, it turns out, for the censorship of the American people, for the censorship and the downgrading algorithmically on social media, on Google, across 15 platforms of negative news about Ukraine, of any counter narrative besides we need to print and pour billions more into Ukraine. Let me start at the beginning of the story. Here's where this really weird story starts. This past week, after the war criminal and thug Vladimir Zelensky, those of us who get real news know both of those things are true, went before Congress to grovel for more money. Several prominent conservatives on Twitter who also get real news mocked Zelensky's appearance and their accounts disappeared from Twitter from Twitter yep some of them got 24-hour bans some of them 12-hour bans the tweets criticizing Zelensky is anything less than fabulous were gone 
people began to flip out. There was still censorship at Twitter. Then Elon Musk weighed in. He said he'd have to get to the bottom of it, that essentially he thought he'd cleaned out all the elements of censorship from Twitter, but some must still remain. The accounts went back up. We still don't know what Musk found. Is there some sort of AI installed at Twitter to take these accounts down? Are there still rogue intelligence employees inside Twitter doing it? We don't know yet. But here's why they were doing it. Ukraine, and I'm sure there's other countries doing this, is taking the money we're printing and sending it to them and turning around and working with our intelligence agencies using our own money to censor us. So right there, let me stop, okay? Before I tell you that story, you know what this means? And you're going to see this throughout this podcast and the one tomorrow. Republicans and Democrats are selling to the highest bidder the censorship of the American people. Think about it. Here's why. Our chief export is information now. Um, Because all of these platforms, from Google to Facebook to Twitter, um, all of them, they're American. So if you want to censor speech in the world, you now have to come to Congress to do it. It's a new and unbefreaking-leavable power that they can sell and They are. Let's talk about one specific sale of the censorship of the American people and ultimately the world, again, because these platforms are worldwide. Google, all of it, worldwide. Okay, back in July, the Ukrainian intelligence service, I can't believe this. The Ukrainian intelligence service goes to the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA. Now, remember, CISA led the censorship of the American people for the Department of Homeland Security almost immediately after Trump created it. It is our chief censorship organization. CISA built the algorithm in the summer of 2020 to censor any mention of election fraud five months later in the election in November. We did a podcast on that here at Battleground. You can go back and listen to it where I asked, how the hell did they know they would need to censor any speech about the theft of the election in the summer of 2020? Okay, that's who CISA is. Back in July of 2022, internal documents that were gotten by investigative reporter Natalie Winter at warroom.org, and you can read them for yourself. I did show an agreement between the Ukrainian government, specifically its intelligence arm, and CISA. To do what? To censor you and I. Disinformation. Anything that's pro-Russian. Any criticism of the printing of the money and sending it to Ukraine. The contract says the censorship will be of, quote, the nature of U.S. support to Ukraine, unquote. It's as Orwellian as it is freakish. At the time, we know because we have the press documents from the time, the director of CISA, Jen Easterly, said, quote, I am incredibly pleased to sign this memorandum of cooperation to deepen our cybersecurity collaboration with our Ukrainian partners. I applaud Ukraine's heroic effort, she said, to defend its nation against unprecedented Russian cyber aggression and have been incredibly moved by the resiliency and bravery of the Ukrainian people throughout this unprovoked war. Now, remember what was on last week's battleground. All of this Russian disinformation must be censored 
is a lie. We have the internal communications inside Twitter. They were telling the FBI, we can't find Russian accounts. We can't find Russian disinformation. We can't find any evidence um, of a Russian information operation. And the FBI kept insisting they say they could. And to make the FBI happy, they closed down a few hundred Russian accounts that were already largely defunct. There is no Russian in- disinformation operation. That's just the cover to sell the censorship of the American people. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here's investigative reporter Natalie Winters, and she's right. I checked her reporting. She's got links to the original documents. Here's Natalie Winters explaining how this censorship operation works. The one we pay for with our own money to censor ourselves. Ukraine, since the onset of the war, has plowed millions of dollars into D.C.-based lobbying firms. I don't have enough time to list all the companies and firms and politically connected people who are profiting from this. Um, But Ukraine's armed forces, their Committee on National Security, Defense and Intelligence, even Vladimir Zelensky have retained D.C.-based lobbyists. And what's so interesting, particularly dovetailing with the social media censorship kind of angle, is that a lot of these retained lobbyists, including people like Cameron Hardesty, who used to work in the Obama press shop, and Michael Babiak, have actually been retained specifically by the Ukrainian government to reach out to social media platforms, including Meta, including TikTok, and even Google, to get them to suppress what they describe as, quote, Russian disinformation. And I think anyone who's watching this program knows how that term is, you know, thrown around to mean basically anything that the globalists don't like. Now, how does she know this? How can she document this? Anybody could. There's something called the Foreign Agent Registration Act. So whenever an American lobbies on behalf for money of a foreign country, whether they're lobbying Congress or corporations like Meta and Twitter, they've got to register. They've got to record every one of their contacts and how much they're being paid. We know the whole thing. And now we know the answer to another question. I've been screaming into the microphone for years now. Why isn't the Republican Party fighting the censorship of its own voters and yes even its own candidates by these thugs by these people at social media by our federal government i've been screaming it daily now folks we have the answer they're not fighting it because they're profiting from it it's not just the democrats doing this it's no less than the rnc the republican national committee the head of the republican party the fundraising arm of the republican party they let them censor us so they can turn around and lobby and make the money getting the censorship of yes their own voters from ukrainian officials listen to this this is natalie winter she's talking about what she found in the FARA foreign agent registration act the rnc is lobbying google on behalf of ukrainian intelligence services to censor anyone questioning 
anything going on in Ukraine and our funding of it. This is from Natalie Winter's interview on War Room. From the numbers that we have access to, the data that's publicly available, the campaigns to influence social media really are insane. And, and there's even a, a breaking report now that um, in, in order to contact Google, the representatives there to suppress the so-called Russian disinformation, some of these lobbyists were actually reaching out to officials at the RNC um, to kind of lead that effort and lead that campaign. So it's a perfect example of how the D.C. political class um, is using the funds that are going to Ukraine um, to serve as lobbyists to push for even more social media censorship um, of Americans. So a not insignificant amount of the money we give them is then circled back, wandered, if you will, cleaned up and spent to censor the American people on behalf of Ukraine and then just in general. Anything that makes the globalist, the Uniparty look bad is, of course, Russian disinformation. On tomorrow's Battleground podcast, we'll see how this example is just the tip of the iceberg. Bottom line, when you get that little message on your post, Facebook, wherever, um, that says independent fact checkers disagree, independent fact checkers could literally be anyone anywhere who's paid for the influence to censor you. It means nothing. Because this Ukraine example I've just given you, again, just the tip of the iceberg. The ability to censor you and thus control what the world thinks is possibly the most valuable commodity Congress members, influence peddlers like the RNC have ever had to sell. This censorship operation is massive. It's sprawling. It involves dozens of federal agencies now, all of them demanding the right to censor too. But how did it get started? We learned that this week. And that's the most shocking thing of all. Those of you who listen to my show know that from about 2018 on, I was screaming bloody murder almost day in and day out. Why aren't the Republicans fighting? Why doesn't Trump understand we are being censored? If we can't win the censorship battle, we will lose all others. But if we win the censorship battle, we will win all others. Because the arguments, the logic, the truth is on our side or they wouldn't have to censor us. They could just make a better argument. Why wouldn't Trump fight? I couldn't understand it. And this week... We finally got our answer. The answer is that Trump went first. He was, as best I can tell, the original censor. Wait, what? Yeah, Trump ate the poison fruit off the tree, and that made it okay for the Democrats to do it and to do it to his own voters. And ultimately, to Trump himself, who would be wiped off just about every internet platform. How do we know? Trump went first. Remember when... Early on in the pandemic, it was kind of scary. Things were disappearing off the shelves. Trump cut a backdoor deal with Twitter to suppress, not completely censor, but suppress that information. It was scary. It made him look bad. You can read about that in the Twitter files dump from Christmas Eve. And also in a Daily Mail article, there's a ton of organizations have done it. I just picked this one called Twitter Files Dump Shows Company suppressed debate and information from doctors and experts, which clashed with the White House and suspended vaccine skeptic Alex Berenson 
at Biden's request. So this is about how Trump and Biden did it, but Trump did it first, and that made it okay for the Democrats to do it and to crush us with it. When I posted that on Twitter, that Trump was the original censor, Trump supporters went wild on me. He he was just trying to, he would, no, 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 no. The First Amendment is absolute. It's sacred. It is the absolute foundation of our society. No one can censor. No one can eat just one bite of the poison fruit and think it'll be fine. Trump did. And we got everything that came after. Elon Musk has promised 50 parts to the censorship files. We're only on 15. That shows you how absolutely extensive this was. Now the question, how extensive was Trump's censorship operation? This is why so many of us were deplatformed and silenced. Trump grumbled a little but never did anything to stop it. It's a punch to the gut. I still love Trump. He was using this, though, and he thought he could control it. He quickly found out he couldn't. And we're still paying the price for that today. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.